Welcome back to The Stars Made Me Do It. We have Martha here. Hi, I'm back. I'm so excited because today is my long-awaited Capricorn Moon episode. I'm so excited. (laughs) It's like double whammy, your time to shine. Like we just had the Sag Moon, which was kind of still about you. And now again... (laughs) <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm so excited. Also, happy new year because it's our first episode of 2022, which is pretty awesome. And also I was thinking about how freaking awesome it is and how it just makes so much sense that Capricorn season is the new year. Like set some goals, get it done. I, I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's so good. It's perfect. It just makes so much sense. It's kind of like how the start of the school year is typically Virgo season. And like the start of the new year is Capricorn season. Like, let's go. Let's do it. I love it. (laughs) Astrology is real, people. It is real. It is real. I'm so excited for Capricorn Moon episode. And I know for those of you who've been listening for forever, you know how much of I'm like totally obsessed with being a Capricorn moon because that was like my thing that got me into astrology. That was like my, I listened, you know, I, I read all the things about Sagittarius. I felt like, you know, yes, I fall into all these categories, Sagittarius. I'm such a Sagittarius. I'm a Sagittarius rising too. Wow. But then it was like, even though that I, I was all of those things, it wasn't like a full description of me. Like there was still like other parts of me. And then when I discovered that I was a Capricorn moon, I felt so seen. And I felt like it was just, that was the moment that solidified astrology for me, because it was the moment where I was like, wow, that is why deep down I have all these freaking feelings and, and why I just like, don't. I identify 100% with Sagittarius, but it doesn't mean that that is 100% of my personality, if that makes sense. It makes total sense. And when I think about you, I think about Capricorn Sierra. I don't think of Sagittarius Sierra, even though, of course, you're so Sag, but there's so much cap energy going on and it's in your first house as well, right? Yeah. So like those of you also, I mean, we'll get into We'll get into all the Capricorn qualities. We'll get into specifically Capricorn moon qualities, but also just a reminder to look at what house your moon is in since this whole year has been like about moon signs, like really look at what house your moon is in, because I'm really curious when we get to Aries moon season, because my moon is in my first house and the first house is ruled by Aries. So I'm wondering if like those qualities will, you know, if I will relate to those qualities as well, just how like, you know you know, depending on what house, like you still have those same kind of energy. So just make sure you look at what, what house your moon is in, but also, yeah, my moon's in my first house. So even though I'm a Sagittarius rising and you get that vibe for me, like right away, then pretty soon after you get my intense Capricorn stellium, including my moon in my first house. So it's like, it, I, I come off Capricorn strong, even though like I appear to be very Sag at first meeting, then you like, it doesn't take long for the Capricorn to come out kind of thing. Yes. It's such a mismatch of Sag and Capricorn energy. Yeah. You just ground yourself out with that Capricorn energy. It's beautiful. I'm thank you. I'm super, I'm (laughs) super like, I love the combination of Capricorn and Sagittarius because there's such opposite energies. They have nothing in common. Like it's, you know, they don't have the same element. They don't have the same mode. They don't have the same season. You know, they don't have anything like that in common, but at the same time, it's like this, uh, this balance of, you know, I want to go on adventures, but I want to be responsible about it. 
And so Yeah, well there there's yeah. a reason why Capricorn comes right after Sag season because it's like, okay, I just had all that fun. I just expanded my mind and learned so much and connected with people. And now let's ground it out and figure out how I can use this in my everyday life and make yes. it sustainable and structured and goal oriented. Yes, yes. Goal oriented, set your new year's goals. Also, um, uh, over at the magical book club, we've been reading, um, the, a year of mystical thinking by Emma Howarth. And she was going on about how, instead of like making a big new year's goal, like almost doing goals by the moon cycles. And that's just a cool, uh, little tidbit that I'll throw in here for the new year. Like if you get overwhelmed by big, by big, big, like year long goals, like this is going to be, you know, what I do in 2022, it's really cool to, to get more into those moon cycles and like, okay, well from this full moon to this full moon, this is my goal. And I'm going to use Capricorn energy this time. Cause it's Capricorn season, you know, or, uh, I'm going to use cancer energy. Cause it'll be the, the full moon in cancer. So just, just a new year reminder that you don't have to make those year long goals. You can do it monthly. You can do it, whatever. It's just a, absolutely. That's like so much that. more sustainable. It's yeah. very like, daunting thinking about a whole year of goals, like a one also, goal that needs to last. Yeah. And during this Capricorn season, I feel like we get very like, I can do it all. And then it's like, then, you know, Aquarius season happens and Pisces season happens. And it's like, well, I'm not as goal oriented as I was at the beginning of the year. It's like, that's okay. It's okay. Just use the energy now to, uh, to, but it can be smaller goals. And, um, and yeah, so happy new year, happy Capricorn season, happy cat moon season. This is the episode that I've been most looking forward to. I'm so excited. So uh, let's get, let's into, get into, it. into it. Yeah. So overview of Capricorn going to do like what we did for, you know, the past moon seasons, moon signs, like give some information just on, you know, the sign in general, and then kind of get more into the moon part of it. So just Capricorn in general, it's an earth sign. It's a cardinal sign and it's a feminine sign. So that receptive energy, kind of like more of those. Yeah. Receptive intuitiveness. Yeah. 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 So you want to tell me a little bit about cardinal signs as a recap being like that they're the first sign of the season. Yeah. So they're they're the first sign of the season. So Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, of course, they're action seeking leadership oriented. They are great at putting initiative into things. They're outgoing, uh, determined, uh, and will accomplish whatever they start. They are the driven signs. Um, Super driven. So some keywords that we have written down is like initiator, active, ardent, ambitious, enthusiastic, independent. And then on the negative side, it can be like hasty, inconsiderate, domineering, Because of course, every leader is always kind of hated by some people because they have to tell you what to do. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like Capricorn, Capricorn's the boss energy. Like, yes, it just, you think Capricorn and in like a general, you know, stereotypical way is your like business boss, your business boss, like the head of a big business is Capricorn. And I just think of like, my dad is this perfect example of like, business goals, business goals. I'm starting my own business. I'm the boss of my own business, 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 business. Like, but of course, like some people are like, I have a great boss. And some people are like, I hate my boss. So it's like, you know, you have, you have both of that. You have both of that, but it's definitely boss energy for sure. 
I remember when I was first learning astrology, the way I was like introduced to Capricorn energy is they described them as the person that can walk into any room, understand how everything's working in the room, and then understand how they can like instruct people to make it function better. So like the ultimate like engineer, the ultimate business leader, the ultimate any organized person I also see it big time in like families like they understand how families work they can structure them and understand that they're so smart is that like because I'm like well obviously I could walk into a room and do that like is that not what everybody feels Uh, no (laughs) I'm like that's exactly like in like my last like horrible horrible shitty job I walked in there and that like what you just said was exactly I was like this isn't functioning. This isn't functioning. That isn't functioning. We need to do this, 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 and that. And like, if they had listened, then maybe they could have got their shit together instead of being like this really corrupt, let's just take everybody's money and lie to the parents type of company. But, um, (laughs) but yeah, but that was literally what I thought when I walked in there, I was just like, if they just freaking listen to me, I could turn it all around. Like I see it. I see what's wrong. I love that. That is like a Capricorn description. Cause I feel that. And everything you're saying is so cat moon because a cat moon can't deal if something's not functioning or running the way that they know it should and could. I got like, (laughs) I got like the goosebumps of anger there. Like, yes. Like it just like, oh, it just drives me insane. It drives me insane. If it's like triggers you emotionally, it does trigger you emotionally. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. So like, Coming back to Capricorn, like in general, though, reminder, like every sign is ruled by a planet and and Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Uh, Saturn's also one of the rulers of Aquarius, but most people associate Saturn like really strictly with Capricorn. And so Saturn is that like achievement and mastery. And it's very structure, responsibility, discipline, worth ethic, the restraint, like the, the ability to even hold back or know when you need to hold back that structure again, that commitment. And it's also known as like the hard situations. Like Saturn is always thought of as like the restrictive kind of planet, but the one where it's like, you're going through this tough situation because it's going to help you be better as a person. So every time you're going through a struggle, it's kind of like Saturn watching and being like, yeah, I put that struggle in your way, but I know how it will be good for you in the end. And it's like, I always, always, always refer to Saturn as the strict, but fair teacher, which is so funny thinking about how that's literally how I kind of referred to myself as a teacher. I was like, I wouldn't consider myself strict, but like, I was very fair. Like I, these are the rules. If you break the rules, there are consequences, but like, I'm going to make sure you know what the rules are and you agree on the rules. I'm not just going to put some random rules into place and like, Oh, you like, you didn't bring your homework in. Like you fail. It's like, if you didn't do your homework, yeah, you're going to get a negative point on our like, you know, point system. But if you come to me and you say, look, I like, you know, my little sister was really sick last night. Like my mom wasn't there to help me with the homework. I didn't understand. It's like, of course, I'm not going to give you a negative point. Like life happens. Like that's, you know, it's like that balance of like, we have the rules, we follow the rules, we get the consequences if we break the rules, but also with an understanding of like, but life sometimes doesn't always follow the set of rules we set out. So you have to have that understanding there. So that's what I think of the Saturn is like very much the um, the one side of the coin abundance, one side of the coin restriction. And I think most people just focus on the restriction part of Saturn. And that's why Capricorn can be like wildly misunderstood because it's like Capricorn just wants to make things hard. You know, like Capricorn is just this like boss energy that is just relentless. And it's like, 
yes but at the end of it like this boss energy created a whole like empire of like this thing that now functions so beautifully and you get to enjoy it like there's you know there's both yeah, sides you were there. actually you were the person that reminded I remember having a conversation with you where I was talking about my shitty Saturn placement and you're like but remember it's also abundance it's mm-hmm. not just restriction and then also I just wanted to speak about Saturn quickly for the people who are like kind of a visual learner as I think about Saturn as the planetary like the planetary energy as Saturn rules the bones in the body and let's think about us as we're growing up as children we always have gravity pushing down on you and yet you're still growing up through that pressure so Saturn puts pressure on you but you grow through that pressure oh I love it I love that visual yeah and like also just makes me think of like some of the really hard years of your life for those adolescent years and that's literally your growing pains like it hurts when you grow a lot like but but you you can't get to the next step if you don't you know like you and your bones are strong, but yeah, but then they're also like your bones. But if are you st- don't learn how to like bend, or if you don't work on your flexibility on your body or your tendons to support those bones, then they break. Yeah. So there's like lots of things that go together with all of that. I love think like relating everything to the body. Yeah. When it comes to like astrology, because we are embodiments of these planetary energies. I love it. I love that. Love that bones visual. So true. Very like, you know, but it's also is the foundation of everything, which makes me think yes. back to like, you know, you can't like people, I mean, without getting like political, cause I don't even know what my views are with this, but like people get really like, Oh, the system, blah, 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 blah. And like are really against the system. And like, I'm certainly against the system in certain ways, but I also am like with my Capricorn placements, I'm like, but there needs to be something like you have to have some sort of structure so that, you know, like there has to like, it can't be a complete free for all, which is like a weird combo of my Capricorn and Sagittarius placements. Cause I'm like, give me freedom. But at the same time, like, I do like to know what the rules are. I feel like my, my motto has always been, I mentioned it on here before is that like, I'm a rule follower unless the rules are stupid. And like, I, <laughs> cause seriously, it's like, they're like the way, just like bringing it back to teaching. Like my, my one, like principle, one of my principles that I worked for was very like, we had to follow this one particular reading program. And, and it's like, my former principal was a music teacher and I am such a a fan of the arts. Like I, I'm so like pro there being, um, art music and, you know, everything like that in schools. But I'm also was kind of like, I'm having a music teacher dictate the way, like, I know you go to extra school to become a principal, but like at the base, like I'm having a music teacher tell me how I'm supposed to teach reading and do it in a way that's not natural to me. And I know how to teach reading and it might not be by the book, but like, I promise you, like my students are not even just going to learn how to read, but they're going to learn to love to read by the way that I do it. And so I was very much like, if I got observed, okay, yep, we're doing reading the way you want to do reading. Hey guys, remember we do groups sometimes, right? Come back to the table. Let's pretend that we do this every day, you know, and, (laughs) and just kind of do this like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yep. We're doing reading the way we're supposed to do reading. But like, once the door was closed, I was like, screw that. I hate the way that I'm supposed to teach reading. I'm going to do it my own way. And at the end of the year, like my kids always pass their reading, like exams with flying colors. And they were like, they would come back and tell me like they, I still get, I 
still have students who will come and tell me that they like are obsessed with reading and that they like are so glad that they found the love of reading for being in my class. And it's like, you can't like those rules in my opinion were stupid. So I didn't follow them and I got the same end result, but like in general, I feel like I'm very much like, yeah, there are rules for a reason. So we follow them. So there's like this balance back and forth, but I think Capricorn and like that Saturn is very much, there are rules for a reason. And I think there does need to be some flexibility with that. Like you mentioned with the body, like if you don't like work on the stuff that's supporting the bones, they can break. So it all kind of flows together in a way. Yeah. You were still coloring the photo. You just weren't coloring within the lines. You were doing your own thing. Or it's like, it said that this color, like the person's wearing blue pants, but I say purple and what's wrong with purple pants. I know Martha likes purple pants. (laughs) (laughs) I do have purple pants. (laughs) And you know, this is kind of off track, but I was just thinking how you were saying that like Capricorn is the structure and everything and the bones are the structure of the body. And I was imagining a body decomposed. And at the end, the only thing left are the bones and Capricorn energy is very much like they leave what they have created on this earth forever. They create a, what's the word I'm looking for? They create like an empire that stays forever where people can like see a legacy almost legacy. Okay. That's the word. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. That just makes my cat moon so happy. Cause I'm like, yes, that's what I want. I want there to be something left behind. <laughs> yeah. And wow. just for all of the cat moons listening, this isn't necessarily just work. This is also like how you show up in your own health and wellness, how you show up for your family. Like just, you leave a legacy in whatever you dabble in. It doesn't yes. have to be a work situation, but that's just a stereotypical cat moon thing. Yeah, no, that's so true. Yeah. It's like, because again, I'm coming at this from a cat moon placement with a cat moon in the first house, which is very here, here I am, which cat moon will get into it. Is it normally very here I am with my emotions, but so I have that coming at it with like this crazy, I have a Capricorn stellium and a Sagittarius stellium. So I've got all that positive freedom energy along with this like intense structure guarded energy. So it's like every cat moon is going to have a different Absolutely. I think you mentioned mentioned this every episode, but it like, just look at your whole chart, people. There's so many moving parts. (laughs) So many moving parts. Exactly. So let's go. (laughs) Oh my God. It's going to be a long one and I'm excited. Okay. So let's (laughs) (laughs) let's get into it with, um, why don't you tell us some classic positive traits and okay. These are general, these are from our Capricorn episode last year, but just a reminder about Capricorn positive traits or more evolved traits. And, uh, for those cat moons listening, apply this to the emotional part of your life. So they're really wise, respectful, realistic, hardworking, organized, patient, ambitious, business oriented, self-disciplined, practical, reliable, methodical. Yeah, absolutely. And then the more negative or unevolved traits for Capricorn placements uh, can be very cynical, selfish, unforgiving, manipulative, egotistical, plotting, loners, pessimistic, cautious, cheap, and rarely satisfied. That was a harsh one. Like as I'm going through, this is kinda, <laughs> those are kind of harsh, but I can see, I mean, like on an unevolved scale, like this is another thing that I, um, that I thought was a really good way to compare like the, 
the positive and negative, like, or, uh, evolved and unevolved in a way of like them being the same traits. Like you could use ambitious as a positive or a negative really. So, uh, for Capricorn placements, it's, it's good to err on like, okay, we want to be ambitious, but we don't want to be a workaholic. Like there's that line in between being super ambitious, being a workaholic, you want to be persistent, but you don't want to be relentless. You want to be realistic about things, but not necessarily pessimistic about things. And then, um, remember like with Capricorn is the opposite sign of cancer. And I see, I've been seeing all these memes recently where it's like, you know, cancer is like, it's like a pet, like being hugged by like a a parent or whatever. And then like a cat sitting in the background and, and like just looking at the other pet being hugged and the pet being hugged is cancer. And then the pet in the background being like Capricorns who need love too, but just don't have their walls like down as much as cancers do. And it's like, it's so true with like this, uh, like Capricorns are sensitive and they're the opposite sign to cancer. They should so many of those qualities they have that like like just you know deep emotional like well of everything going on but it's like this deep emotional well as opposed to like water on the surface it's you know it's so deep and you have to go down to get it but it's still there and i think a lot of people see capricorn placements as being really harsh and uh closed and cold meanwhile it's like there's all these emotions are still there it's just like it's so deep that like just, you got to look for it a little bit more. But so with that, like the going back and forth with those traits, Capricorn being like very sensitive, very sensitive, especially those with your moon in your first house, like me, but then (laughs) can be very touchy then. And it's like, you know, so that's, it's good to be sensitive, but then there's like, Ooh, but like, are you too sense overly sensitive? And then Capricorns can also be very practical, which is a positive thing, but then can be dry to the point of being like, you know, this is like too, I don't know, too practical. Is there such a thing for a Capricorn? Boring, quote unquote. Voila, yes. And then uh, being disciplined is hardcore Capricorn trait, but then being too uptight about it. It's like, yes, let's be disciplined, but let's also not forget to live a little bit. And, um, And so they're also good at identifying problems early on and dealing with them so that they don't get bigger. And I think that that's like in relationships or in work. And I think that that is something where- you know, uh, I, I always want to identify something right away and deal with it. Like as soon as I notice it. And I think it can be like like, abrasive to some people, I think exactly where I'm like, I would rather deal with it now and put it on the table now before it gets worse. Whereas some people are more like, I would rather not address it and hope it fizzles out. And I think that like, there's that, that back and forth of like reading a room type of thing where like, or how you go about addressing it, as long as it's in a more, I don't know, uh, in a caring way, as opposed to like, what's wrong? I don't know. <laughs> so those are kind of those, those two sides of those traits for, uh, for Capricorns. Yeah. And then I guess we can go in to talk about like growing up and kind of life cycles and patterns that are often happening in Capricorn moon lives, if you'd like. Yeah. So I've noticed a lot of the patterns and over research that a lot of Capricorn moons in their childhood, um, have a lot of responsibility and structure and rules put on them. Like you need to do this. This is your everyday routine. Or maybe they have a lot of siblings. They have to take care of their siblings or they have a sick parent and they need to uh, take care of their sick parents. So kind of like a restriction from them being able to be fully in the, their childlike energy. Um, and then also another routine 
the pattern I've noticed in childhood is uh, lack of money or resources. Actually, Sierra, I even was speaking to you about this, how you felt in childhood if, when you were really young, your parents didn't have a lot of money. And then after your parents got really successful and yeah. your whole childhood was kind of like your parents working really hard to keep that success, yeah, which is a huge Capricorn moon pattern, like having either a lack of money or restriction in money or your family working hard to keep it because they experienced that once before. Yeah. And, and then I just quick note to that is that like, since we just did, um, like we recently had a hereditary astrology episode. If you didn't listen to that, that was a cool thing where I talked about, like, since both of my parents are Capricorns and how that related to me as a Capricorn moon, but also last year's episode where the cap moon, sorry, did the Capricorn sun part two, uh, we interviewed my parents. And since they're both Capricorns, that was a cool episode to go. Like we touched on that a lot, how, um, you know, especially my dad being big business, but also my mom is not, my mom is a Capricorn, but she is not like the stereotypical Capricorn. So that's just a cool thing to go back and listen to if you're interested, like there. Yeah. She's the structure in your family and your dad's like the one doing the money. So he's the stereotypical cap, but that's beautiful because people forget that yes, Capricorns also are like the structure in their family or they have to structure their health and wellness and taking care of themselves. Like it can show up in so many different ways. Exactly. So So I definitely see that as like my mom was the structure in my everyday life because I was always with my mom. I was always with my mom, like definitely structured everyday life. Like I knew like what time, like waking up and going to school and getting to the bus stop and what like getting to piano lessons and, you know, having like, this is when we have snack, this is when we do dinner. And this is when f- there's free time, you know? And so there was very much, my mom was the structure and making sure that the house, and she was the one, like she was a homemaker. She was the one who made sure that the house was clean. The groceries were bought the, you know, like our house was always lovely. Like even when we had like our, the small house I grew up in or the small house I was born in versus like the beautiful house that I grew up in afterwards. Cause yeah, my, my parents definitely busted their butts my dad is the classic Capricorn energy of like, I come from, I come from nothing and build myself up to everything type of, well, maybe not from nothing. He comes from privilege, let's say, but like, you know, as far as, uh, starting off as the door to door salesman and then becoming an owner of a successful company, you know, like going that kind of energy. So I like that you, like, I never really thought about that with that, like childhood of growing up as far as resources go, but yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And then another trend is a lot of child actors are Capricorn moons, which is crazy because their parents are like, you got to go out there and make money and be responsible. Crazy. When I read that, I was like, wow, that makes so much sense. And then with all of those things is just growing up fast and being asked to like step up really young is a Capricorn moon thing. That's so, that's so true. And I don't know if we have this mentioned in our notes, but like, especially because Capricorn deals or sorry, the moon deals with the mom. Um, A lot of Capricorn moons tend to have a really hard relationship with their mom. And I mentioned this in our hereditary astrology episode, how I am one of the fortunate Capricorn moons out there who has a really good relationship with my mom, even though of course we have our struggles and we have moments where we really don't understand each other. But in general, I do have like, I mean, my mom is amazing and she's a Capricorn. So it's like, I have a Capricorn mom. So like her life force is my emotional force, you know? And so it, you know, it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be every classic, you know, not every single Capricorn moon is going to have that hard relationship, but that is something that I think growing up, there is also like, there's a, 
a relationship with your mom when it comes to all those Capricorn qualities that we just mentioned. So it's like very structured, very, you know, I definitely, as much as my mom was like my buddy growing up, we did everything together. I'm an only child. We did everything together. It definitely wasn't like, I don't know how to put it. Like it it wasn't as if I had a cancer mom, you know, like we still did baking. We still like, my mom's a crazy, amazing, like baker, you know, we still did all of that, but it wasn't in a, I don't know. It wasn't if like, if you picture like classic cancer mom energy versus Capricorn mom energy, you know, like it's not, it, it wasn't that like classic. Uh, I don't, I don't know how to put it, but like, there was still that very much like boss mom energy, Yes. but you can still yes. have a good relationship with a boss mom, but I don't know. It just, um, I just know that that's also something growing up that often Capricorn moons have a really hard relationship with their mom, but yeah, I actually have another example of that. One of my friends, she's a Capricorn moon as well. And her mother ended up dying from cancer when we were really young. So her relation, she loves her mom. Of course, she's a Capricorn moon, but she loves her mom. She had a beautiful relationship with her mom, but the relationship was really shaped around structure, her caring for her mother when her mother was sick. And then being in a hospital environment, which is really regimented and really Capricorn-y energy. Yeah. And then just like having to give her mom medication at certain times and everything was based around her kind of restriction of her childhood because she was dealing with so many emotions of like losing her mother. So it can show up in like so many ways, so many. You don't have to hate your mother if you're Capricorn moon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, I'm just thinking too, like it does make sense with that. Like, okay, the child actors and like, like growing up fast, like I definitely always felt like I was so much more mature than everybody around me, which like almost gives you this jadedness of I'm like, why can't you like, you know, like seven-year-old Sierra, like, why can't you just get your shit together? You know, like, why is this, why, like, and also uh, like having zero tolerance for stupidity in like, uh, you know, this is a stupid issue. This is an not unimportant issue, but like almost having this, like feeling like it's such old soul energy. So it's like, you're fighting over a pencil, like get a new pencil, you know, seventh grade, yeah. seven, <laughs> seven-year-old Sierra, you know, but like, um, it also like, I totally was, and still am the adult of my family, like growing up, my parents would be like, you know, air re- moons. Oh my God, air moons. And like, you know, just like such chaotic, like kid energy. I don't know how to put it, but like the amount of times it always somehow comes down to a restaurant, which I feel like fine dining out to dinner, like very Capricorn, you know, but like <laughs> my dad and his business meetings, like I was always the one, like my parents always brought me cause I was just the, you know, I was quiet and well-behaved. And like, my mom was kind of like, if you want me to come to your business dinner, Sierra's coming with us. I don't want to get a babysitter. And like, I rarely ever had a babysitter. My mom was always with me. And so it was like, I was just like, you know, it would be, I would be a bus- in momhood. Yeah. Right. Like she was a workaholic yeah. mom. <laughs> yeah. That's so true though. That is so true. I never thought of it that way. So true. And like, always the one bringing my friends everywhere, always the one having my friends over, always the one cooking for my friends, always the ones like she would bake cookies for like the entire block for Christmas, you know, like she mm-hmm. was like overambitious mom for sure. But, um, but I would be sitting at business dinners, like with my parents and 
that was just really normal for me. I like going like, you know, take your child to work day. I was like, well, I better be dressed up like an adult. If we're doing this dad, like we would go get me like, <laughs> we would go get me like a little mini, like, you know, kind of like suit skirt situation for me to go to like work with him. I'm like, well, if I'm going to work with you, I'm going to be dressed the part. And like, I remember being at, oh my God, the, I probably have told this story already, but like my classic memory of me being the Capricorn moon child to my childlike parents was at dinner they like, they were, I said the word, um, I, I played French horn in middle school and like the, the type of pressure that you put on the mouthpiece is called embouchure. And I was like, Hey guys, this like, you know, at school, like Dr. Robert said, I had really good embouchure and my parents couldn't handle it. They're like middle school kids said this fancy ass word. So they were like, they said you had really good. What? armpit hair armchair almond joy they went on for like so long so long they will still do it now like they'll go right back into it if I told them if I said the word embouchure right now they'd go right back into it they were (laughs) peeing themselves they were literally crying heaving laughing going over all the different words that they could make up that rhymed with embouchure to the point where they were causing a scene at this restaurant and the waitress came over and was like is everything okay over here and my parents could could not answer my parents no they like they couldn't even answer because they were crying laughing and I had like middle school Sierra had to like eye contact the waitress and be like we're fine I'm sorry about this like I had to (laughs) and I'm just like get yourselves together guys and yeah so I feel like there was definitely a lot of moments of me being the parent to my parents and and like we were staying at a hotel one time and uh, the fire alarm went off in the middle of the night and my parents were like okay okay what do we gotta get what do we need I was like I think that we should probably leave and they're like right yes 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 we should go like I'm just like like my entire elementary middle school life has prepared me the fire alarm goes off you get the fuck out and they're like what (laughs) what do we do Okay, for listeners, I also want to preface that you will relate to this if you have Saturn in the first house. And Sierra also has Saturn in the first house. So this is like double everything for Sierra. Oh my God. Probably also Saturn in the fourth house, right? Because like the fourth house ruled by the moon. Yeah, if it was on your nadir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. But yes, so I also have Saturn in the first house. So I'm just like a double, triple, quadruple whammy. Double whammy. My my parents are the kids and I'm the parent. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So getting back to um, the difference now between Capricorn sun and Capricorn moon, uh, using the same awesome reference that we have for all of our moon episodes from Alice Sparkly Cat with a K, given like just the perfect way of putting this difference in between sun and moon. She said that it's easier to make fun of a Capricorn sun because uh, while they take everything really seriously, it shows on their face and could just be about whether their books are organized right kind of thing. Like you can make fun (laughs) of them for something like that, but it's harder to tease a Capricorn moon because when they get serious, it's usually about heavy emotional topics. And that just like what the story I just gave about my parents, like my parents, yeah, they can obviously be serious. They're Capricorns, but like you can make fun of them all day long and they'll laugh with you because they're like air moons. But if you like my parents, then poking fun at me, like I remember every single time during my entire life they have, and it stayed with me forever, you know, <laughs> like it, it's really emotionally. Cause like, if I, 
if I do something that then gets made fun of, I'm super freaking sensitive when it comes to that. My moon's in the first house too. So, um, going back to this difference, like Capricorns can be a little bit, according to Alice Barclay, Capricorns can be a little more of a bummer to be around because they're bringing up huge heartbreaking problems, but they're also more likely to take your emotional distress seriously. And then Capricorn's son is way more likely to ask why you aren't over it yet, give advice or say something insensitive. So it's kind of like that, that moon sign is more, I'm going to take this seriously. You're talking to me about a serious topic. Like I'm going to take you seriously. I would much rather assume this is serious than assume it's not serious. And and laugh it, laugh it off. But like a, a Capricorn sun is going to be more like, Hey, you know, we got to move. We got deadlines. Like, let's get over it. Let's, you know, suck it up and move on where that Capricorn moon is a little bit more like, is this a really big deal to you? Like, let's get into it. Like, you know, I can tell this is bothering you emotionally because it's kind of like, you know, the cancers, the mom energy, the, the classic mom energy, Capricorn's classic dad energy, but it's also like, it's still that emotional moon placement. So yeah. Um, and Capricorn moons are really sensitive to outer, outer people's comments because they oh really God. want to be successful and yes. really want to be like the best at what they're doing. So when someone makes fun of them and comments about something negative towards them, they're like, get super internally critical about themselves because they just want to succeed. That's actually part of a huge life cycle that Capricorn moons need to learn is that feeling really happy and successful from within instead of getting validation for outer people that you're successful and hardworking and structured that you need to feel it internally. So it makes sense that getting made fun of would be super triggering. That is so, so, so true. And like, I remember because like, you know, especially with my Saturn in the first house, like my huge, like, I don't know, my dialogue of not like always like feeling restricted so much comes down to like my body issues. And I remember talking to my friend one time, like when me and Guillaume were kind of new and me saying something like, cause I, it was when I had lost a lot of weight and I was really happy with my weight, but I wasn't happy with my shape. And I said something like that to her. And she was like, Guillaume's not going to care. He won't care. And I'm like, I know he won't care. I don't care what he thinks. Like, <laughs> I care what I think. I don't feel good about it. And she like had this look on her face of like, wow, maybe I should care about what I like, what I like about me more than what the other person likes about me in that moment. I was like, I know, like, I am so lucky. Guillaume loves me like as I am, like, and has no criticism about anything about like my physical self, which I am so fortunate about. And that's how it should be in a relationship. But it was so much a moment of me being like, I, I need to love me. Like he already does. Like I, I, I have the outside validation actually, which is what a lot of people do seek, but I'm unhappy still because I don't validate me. Like I need to validate. That's me. an evolved, an evolved thing. And that's a beautiful thing about the people that we meet in our lives, being able to bring us that like security of that outside yes. validation. And then it, that gives you that time to be like, okay, now it's time for me to do it on the inside. Yes. And it also just makes you think of like, there's so every everybody's fighting a different battle too. Like I, I forget who I was. I think, um, I was talking to Mimi about this where I, 
you know, we're saying how like we both have found our other person, like we are in committed, happy relationships. And that's something that so many people are looking for and they're seeking. And that's their big thing. It's like, I want to find that outside validation. I want to find that, like that other person that like meshes well with me. And meanwhile, it's like, I know from a, from like someone who that's what they're seeking, they would see me and like my, you know, happy relationship with this person who fits me so well. And I'm so grateful that I have that. But now you're, what you said is exactly right, because now it's like, okay, me and Guillaume give each other that outside validation that then allows us to work on all the internal shit. Like I, when I'm feeling super self-conscious, it's like, he's there to be like, Hey, remember you're awesome and beautiful, you know? And so it's like, okay, (laughs) I have this person to give me that. Whereas a lot of people are like, I'm working on me. I'm working on me. I want somebody else to see that. Whereas I kind of am doing it in the opposite way. Like somebody else already sees that now I need to see it. And I think that that is like that difference again between that Capricorn sun and moon where it's like, you know, um, that kind of, it's almost like the, the business energy of like, and talking about it, like passing it down, like my parents are Capricorn sons, they needed to be that external Capricorn. And now they passed it down to me as this internal Capricorn. We're like, I don't need to build the big business, but I need to be successful for me, you know, like, Mm. and my own feelings of what success is. And I think that that's a big difference between that Capricorn sun and moon. Like I don't necessarily need the world to see it. I need to see it. That's really a great observation. And I think you're really lucky to have all those Capricorns around you to have taught you that external way. And now you do it for your inside because I have a lot of Capricorn moons in my life. And I know a lot of them are like crippled inside not wanting to try to do anything because they're so afraid of failure and so afraid of outside critiques so you're really lucky that you've like evolved into that part of Capricorn moonness I feel like this is like a Capricorn moon interview and the recap yeah I know right because it's like I I'm not just talking about it like I am it this is me and like and the last thing that I want to mention from the Alice Barkley cat um, is she compared Capricorn sun with your boss and Capricorn moon with your emotionally constipated friend who never stops working. And I like, okay, that's a little bit harsh, but I'm also trying to think of like that, what you just said about, you know, that uh, not wanting to try anything because not wanting to be criticized. And man, do I, I do have that though. Like I, you know, just thinking of, I, I really do have, if I'm not great at it right away, why should I even do it? And, but at the same time, my Sagittarius takes over and it's like, because wouldn't it be fun to learn seven instruments instead of mastering one, (laughs) you know? So I'm like, I literally, like I started, I played like viola for like two months and I was like, I think violin's better. I switched to the violin. And then I was like, I'm going to do chorus instead. And then I switched to band and learned the French horn for a couple of years. And then I was like, actually, I'm going to take a break from instruments and I'm going to take art classes now. And like, I literally, I left one of my friends high and dry. Laura, sorry. I know you're listening. I totally abandoned you in high school. She's like, where were you in band today? I'm like, I switched to art over the summer. And she's like, what? And so, yeah, I totally abandoned her in French horn. But, um, you know, like, so there is this need for me to like have this Sagittarius, like, like Renaissance woman vibe. But then the Capricorn. I love the way the energies weave together. Yeah, yeah. But then that Capricorn is like, you know, I still, I don't know if I ever will. I still haven't mastered stick shift. And that's been a huge thing where like, I don't even want to try because I know I will never, ever, ever be as good 
at stick shift as I am with automatic. And if I'm already an accomplished automatic driver, knowing that I am the safe, I'm the safe driver, the reliable driver, the one that like can get everybody like the sober driver, you know, like I will, like, if I am already, like, I feel like going to stick shift, I'm not going to be good at it right away. And, or I'm not good at it right away. And so it feels like I just, I felt like such a, I felt like such a failure. I can't even express how much of a failure I felt like. And it's like, see her, you, it's not just learning a new skill. It's forgetting a skill and relearning a skill. That's so much harder to do. It's like, almost like learning a language at a point when you're learning French, you have to eliminate English from your life, your life, because it yeah, doesn't yeah. match up. You can't just translate it word by word. And so I know that it's the same kind of thing, but I have this, like this need of like, if I'm not going to be the one who can be the responsible, dependable driver with stick shift, why the fuck am I even doing it? Like, just get me an automatic car. (laughs) So my God. Okay. This leads, this leads perfectly into our like random facts portion where you've said a few things throughout this the whole podcast where I'm like, oh my God, this is so that. Like <laughs> um, Capricorn moons filter emotions through reason and rationale. So example of that is like, if this emotion doesn't benefit me at all, why am I going to feel it? Which is why Capricorns <laughs> kind of go through phases of like exploding. But you literally just said that like, if me feeling stressed out, learning how to drive this like that doesn't make sense. Why would I do that? It doesn't benefit anyone. Yes. Yes, exactly. I'm like, I'm suffering. Guillaume's suffering, trying to teach me. I did it. I drove on the road without killing myself or anybody else. But like, if, if that's, if that's the accomplishment, congratulations, Sarah, you got home and everybody lived like, no trade. Let's trade in the automatic for, sorry, let's trade in the manual for an automatic so that I can be the responsible driver 100% of the time, not just like, oh, hooray, we all made it home alive. Thank you, Sierra. Like, no, I would rather be the one where like, we all You're enjoyed like, our that time. That wasn't practical. That, that wasn't <laughs> practical. It didn't make sense. There was no point to it. It's so true. It's so true. All right. Give me some more random facts. I'm, I'm excited. Um, so when Capricorns feel like there was no point to emotions, they won't go there with those emotions. But then of course, emotions, they just build over and Capricorn sometimes explode. And since they filter that their emotions through reason and rationale, sometimes they can go into a place in their mind after like an explosive episode of being like, wow, I wasn't able to handle myself responsible. I wasn't able to handle those emotions and like compute them properly to people. And they can go into that like cycle in their head of being like, wow, that really sucks that I wasn't able to control my emotions, which is why I think Capricorn is in, is a, in not fall. It's a, in, what's the word I'm looking for here? Oh, I know what you're saying. Um, it's, it's not like, in a good place. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't start with a D. I feel like it starts yeah, with a D. Yeah, decapitated, I want to say. It's not it's decapitated. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's in like that. It's like a detriment. 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 There we go. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Sorry, listeners. Decapitated. Yeah. And then we've spoken about this already before, but life pattern for a Capricorn moon is just that they're asked to step up in their life. So in work, in relationships, like your mom was asked to step up in motherhood 
Capricorn moons, they're asked to do all of those things too. They're asked to step up in a motherhood. A lot of the time they can be like stay-at-home moms or they're asked to be put at the top of their business or a Capricorn moon can struggle from different health issues. And they're going to be asked in their life to step up into themselves, to take care of themselves and put structure into themselves. And I feel like you literally talked about all of those topics. I feel like you've had to step up for all of those. I just like, I remember like I was on the archery team and there came a moment where we had to pick a captain for each squad. Like I was on like the women's compound squad and we had to choose a captain. And it was like my first or second, it was like at the end of my first year on the team or the beginning of my second year on the team. And everybody was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be the captain. I don't know if I want to be the captain. And I was like, I don't want to be the captain. I have enough shit going on right now. But then I looked around at like the other couple people and I was like, I don't want any of them being the captain. (laughs) So I was like, I will be the captain. And then it's like, but then I so grew into that role and I was like, fuck yeah, I want to have captain printed on my sweatshirt when we all order archery sweatshirts. I'm the fucking captain, you know, like, and, um, and I took that role. Yeah, I took it seriously. And then it's like, and then by like the end of the, you know, I like, I I more than stepped up to that. And I was like, I'm so glad it's me. And I'm the one like, you know, having to make these hard decisions when it's like, who gets to be on the travel team this year? That's not a fun decision to make, but it's like, yeah, I'm going to do it in a fair way. You know, I'm going to like make it as fair as possible. And I would rather it be done as fair as possible. So yes, like, you know, making those decisions, like, but being forced to kind of step up into being that captain role, just even also with my teaching, uh, when I was, uh, an elementary teacher, we had to have a representative to be on like the behavior management team, like from each grade level. And I'm like, I kind of got like forced to step up into that position when it came to that. Like, so it's so true. once Once you're in the position going into the next fact is that you're instinctively responsible and committed and you're, you instinctively can like, drop into those leadership roles, which is so lucky. Yeah. And going, going forward, we've also kind of talked about this earlier in the podcast too, is just Capricorn moons can have this habit of being super annoyed when things aren't done to like standard, for example, at your teaching school, you were like, that makes no sense, that rule. And just being super emotionally triggered by it being like that. No, why? And then, yeah, for sure. I'm just like planning a wedding this summer. It was so hard for me to give a job to anybody else to do because I'm like, I'm, they're not going to do it as good as I'm going to do it. So I'm just going to do it. And then, Oh, Sierra, you fell down the stairs and you're super injured. I can't get off the couch. I guess you're going to have to give somebody else the job to do because you can't, you can't do it. So yeah, I totally get that. Capricorn moon's life cycle, learning how to depend on other people. Oh God. Oh isn't it though? Anyways. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And then you can have a hard time talking about your emotions and feeling them because of the sense of like, not thinking there's a purpose to them sometimes. Like, why would I talk to you about it? Cause I don't really think it's that important. I'm just mm-hmm. feeling this kind of way. Let's move forward. Yeah. I think that that is a classic Capricorn trait that I have less of because my moon's in my first house and I lead with it a lot. And I think that that is a classic, like, I do remember though, when I like met Guillaume and we were talking and it was very much like, I said something along the lines of like, you know, it wasn't this, but metaphorically it was, I have a lot of walls around my heart, so don't touch them. But if you want to get to my heart, you got to knock them down, but don't touch them, but make sure that you knock them down if you want to get inside, but don't come near them. (laughs) It was 
<laughs> you know, so I feel like there's this, a lot of Capricorn moons have this wall around their heart because it's this like, you know, need to be responsible and protect. And like, you know, my emotions are not to be toyed with, but then with my first house Capricorn moon, I'm like, but I'm going to let you know that there are walls around my heart. I'm going to ask you to come knock them down, but also don't you dare come near them. And so it's like, this, I think with the, it depends again, where your moon is in your chart. If you Absolutely. have, if you have your, you have a Capricorn moon in like the eighth house, My, Guillaume has his moon in the eighth house. And it's so hard to like pull any sort of emotions out of him. And so if you had a Capricorn moon in the eighth house, I'm sure some of you cat moons listening, like you have that placement. I'm sure that, you know, that would be very, like, that would be a big challenge for you is to really let people in because I feel like it's what you just said even more of why would we even go there? It's not useful. Like these are my emotions for me and nobody else. Uh, I feel like having a Capricorn moon is the best friend though, to talk about issues with because they can be so practical in the way that they filter like stressful situations. Like if you're not, if the Capricorn moon's not like emotionally triggered by it, they can give you the best advice and be like, you should say this, this, and this, and deal with the situation exactly like this. And it will be perfect. That's so funny. The amount of times that I've said that to a friend, (laughs) like, okay, well, like, what if you just did a, B and C? And they're like, oh my God. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're the best friend for me to go to as a Scorpio moon. Cause I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And you're like, here you go. This is the, the plan. Go with it. Yeah. Go forth with it, my child. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. I, I think that Capricorn moons are a great person to go to in that situation, because if it's not an emotionally triggering or invested situation, like they can see things from like a, a practical point of view. It's like, well, and especially with my, my Sagittarius want to do things as lazily as possible. It's kind of like, let me, I would rather this be the most, the easiest and most successful, you know, uh, like solution to your problem. So it'll take the least amount of time and the least amount of heartbreak if you go about it this way. And it's like, okay, we are efficient here. Yes. But that's also why sometimes Capricorn moons get that bad rap of being like cold and stuff because they see things just like, well, this is how you're supposed to deal with it. This is the process. And other people are like, you code. I'm trying to like talk through this like slowly and shit. And you're like, but like, this is how you do it. Yeah. Why you got to do it like that? Yep. Yep. And it's because like, and that's why I think like that just comes into all of your other placements and also just like <laughs> discretion of, you know, reading the situation, you know, if your friend is super emotional, maybe they just need to get it out and, you know, you don't need to offer solutions right away. But, um, but also a lot of times when people like seek out a Capricorn moon energy, it's because they do want a solution. Like, I that's don't true. think, and like, I've had multiple friends. Like I remember Lily from our Sagittarius episode last year, like came, uh, she said something along the lines of like, it surprises me when you don't back me up, but I know that it's legit then. Like if I come to you with something and I complain about something and you're like, actually, I think you might be wrong. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, wow. Sierra didn't back me up on that. So maybe I really should think about it because it's like, I'm that my combination of that, like honesty plus like, you know, uh, boss energy is like, I'm not gonna, there's no point in sugarcoating this. Why would I sugarcoat something? It's not going to help you. Like I'd much rather give you 
give you something straight and honest. People. Yeah. Practicality. Yeah. Is my middle name with that cat moon. <laughs> uh, very true. And um, okay. Do we have any more fun facts before I go into some more cat moon? Uh... No. No, we good. We good with the fun facts. I also, I went to my Capricorn moon group. I have a beloved Capricorn moon Facebook group. And if any of you are listening from that, I just want you to know that I appreciate you all so much. I, I really do appreciate this group. And I think it, it's a great testament to Capricorn moons out there because it is such a drama free in general. Of course, there's going to be some drama in every Facebook group, but like, it's such a, it just is such a Capricorn moon vibe, you know, where everybody's like, let's talk about it and let's say it, like, give it to me straight, but also, oh, Hey, that was tough for you. And I see you, you know, like very, uh, just getting that everybody has super deep emotions and it's such, it's just such a great group. And so I went to them because I wanted to make sure that I got from the source, some highlights that, uh, I asked the Capricorn moons. I told them I was doing an episode and I wanted to know like what things that should not be forgotten about being a Capricorn moon. So someone who wanted to be mentioned by name because they are uh, like, they've been studying uh, for a while as an astrologer and they're thinking about doing like a business uh, focus in astrology. So this is uh, Simo Levio, Levo, sorry, Simo Levo. I hope I said that right. I probably didn't. Um, And the highlights that they suggested were that uh, Capricorn moons have a need to be productive and, uh, and of use to people in like work or career matters, having that practical approach to emotions, not just laying down and weeping, but doing something about it. And and they said emotions tend to be very simple. Some other people disagreed with that, like emotions tend to be very simple, but I really do agree with what they said about like, there's literally no point. Like, even when I feel super down about something, it's like, I let myself have a minute of a pity party. And then it's like, enough, let's do something like let's, let's, do something to, to work through. I don't want to be feeling this anymore. Um, and then they also said the need not to appear weak and sometimes issue with showing emotions, even when they want to, uh, emotions stay below the surface they find, and they find cat moons to have the best poker faces out there. I think, I don't know. I don't know about me personally with a poker face. I think if I need to, I can, I think I can, I can maintain a serious face. I don't know about a poker face, but like, you know, if something's really serious, then yeah, I can keep that like seriousness. Like, it's so fun. It's like, so it's, it's hard when you're like an elementary school teacher too. And a kid says something ridiculous and you just want to laugh, but you're like, that was inappropriate. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm going to tell this story to my husband later, but that was inappropriate in school, you know? Um, but that need to but not, what I do see this in you in the sense that if we're having a serious conversation and someone starts crying, you'll start to tear up, but you'll continue the conversation because you want to like be practical about everything and like finish what we're talking about first. But it hits me so hard when I see you get teary because I'm like, oh my God, the cat moon is going <laughs> to show something. <laughs> and oh my, my Scorpio moon's like, I'm going to melt. I can't handle that. No, I totally get teary eyed when the two of us are talking because you with your Scorpio moon, like we can get into deep emotions, you know, like we definitely can get into deep emotions. And yeah, I'm with my, with my moon in my first house, you're going to see if I get upset. Like, Mm -hmm. that's why I don't know that I necessarily have the best poker face, but I do like what you just said about, I can continue through it. Like I don't have to stop to cry, but I, I do sometimes need to cry when I'm talking. Sure. But, um, but I really like, you keep talking, you keep talking. (laughs) Yes. But I really like what, um, Simo said here with the, the need to not appear weak that that is so real. That is so real. Like 
I just, okay. That's just super, super real. And then, um, they also said that childhood revolves around the reality of maturing too fast. Exactly what we said. Um, sometimes, uh, because of a trauma or not getting enough nurturing. And I think like we said, sometimes just because of, you know, I had no traumas and I had all the nurturing, but you know, just the way that my parents are as people, like I still was the mature one, you know? Uh, and then saying dry humor and generally Capricorn trait, but, uh, they find dad jokes to be the funniest. Oh my God. My dad is the most dad joke person ever. I don't know. I feel like you like dad jokes too. I feel like if someone said a dad joke, you would love it. I, yes and no. There's like a certain level. There's a certain level because my dad, like his favorite joke in the world is what did the fish say when he swam into the wall? Damn. And he just like... (laughs) I love that. <laughs> See, I like maybe because I grew up with it. I'm like, dad, get over it. Like, it's not that funny. But then some people are like, that's the best thing ever. So I don't know. It depends. It depends for me. Um, but anyway, so thank you for that uh, little recap, Simo Olivo. And then we also have some more things that some other awesome Capricorn moon shared thinking that um, a common misconception is that we have no emotions, which definitely isn't true. Just processing internally. I think that's very important to mention about Capricorn moons. Like, yeah, like you said, they can, they can come off appearing cold, but it's like, there's such a need of like, Oh my God. I remember when like my friend um, Suzette from Leo season, she was in the hospital and like I went to the hospital with her. She had like, she had to get emergency surgery and the whole time and she's terrified of hospitals. And it was in France, you know, it's like, you have to do all of this in French and it's like your biggest fear. And I was like there with her and like, and you know, this whole, like the whole day. And I was contacting all of her family members. And I was, you know, like very much the, like, you got this, like, you're going to be fine. Like, and I just like took control of the whole situation. And then like, 14 hours later, when I was back at my apartment, knowing that like she had people there taking care of her, she was out of surgery, blah, blah, blah. I had a fucking meltdown. Like I had a complete meltdown because it was kind of like, I think Capricorn moons go into crisis mode so well, like they are so good in a crisis. Like, you know, you want a Capricorn moon there in a crisis for freaking sure. Yes. Like Capricorn moons. Yes. I feel like Capricorn moons only explode alone. Because my very best friend for my whole entire life is a Capricorn moon. And I feel like her bedroom is like where she lets out, but nowhere else. Like I've probably never seen her cry my whole life. Best friends, 23 years, never seen her cry. And that's like that. I don't think she probably has Capricorn moon in her first house because you'll see me. cry. But like, (laughs) but you're so right though, with that, like needing to let it out kind of separately or afterwards. And like, I had to have a big conversation with Guillaume about that because he does have an air moon. And I like, I was like, I had my little, like, you know, like crying, like letting it out being like, I appear like I have my shit together for everybody in every situation all the time. But that doesn't mean that I'm not really upset inside. It means I feel the need to keep my shit together. And I can't do that with you. You need to like, if you hurt my feelings, I'm allowed to be sad about it and and tell you about it. You don't, you don't get to say, just suck it up, which it's like not in those exact words, but like I needed to let my partner know that I may appear strong all the time, but that doesn't mean that I feel strong all the time. It means that I appear strong all the time. And I think that that's such a Capricorn moon thing too. So self-aware. Yeah. So self-aware. It's like, 
but I just remember let me like, be sad sometimes. Yes. Yeah. And like, let me, I, this is where I need to show it. Like I need to be able to show it with you, not with like, you know, when I have to be in this role, like being a teacher and having to be like, okay, guys, let's fucking hide in case someone with a gun comes into the classroom. Like I, I mean, of course I am a, like, you know, I, I am so in that situation. Like I would do anything for these kids, but that doesn't mean that I don't go home that night being like, holy fuck, I had to do another gun drill today. You know, like that's like, you know, where some teachers like, you know, everybody's affected by that, but I think some of them can put on a braver face than others just because of, you know, personalities. I could put on that brave face. No problem. But that doesn't mean that I don't have a really emotionally triggering moment and have to deal with it later. I feel like it's very much a having to deal with it later. And, and yeah, just, I just remembered that, that clear example of like, I kept my shit together with a friend being in a hospital emergency surgery all day long, made sure everything was great, got home like bawled my eyes out because I was like, everybody's safe. Everybody's fine. But I took on all that emotion all day long and just like, lock it up, lock it up, lock it up until like, you know, cause you have to be that brave face. I think Capricorn moons have to be, it's such a need of being responsible, but you know, this is like my biggest issue with the way people describe some like moon signs in the sense that they're like, Oh, Capricorns aren't very emotional. Scorpio moons, the most emotional. It's like, no, no, we're all equally emotional. We all feel things equally, but it's how we deal with them. And like, when we deal with them, that's different. It's not like you're more emotional than you are. Yeah. It's exactly how it comes out, how you work through it. Exactly. Yes. And then another uh, group member said that they notice that they tend to feel a feeling before they know why they're feeling it and like maybe feeling sad for no reason, but then later like might be journaling about it and then writing something that actually is very dark and heavy on their mind. And it takes them longer to put two and two together to know exactly what's going on with their emotions. And they, they said they didn't know if that was just a Capricorn moon thing or if it resonated to other people. And I think that I, I mean, journaling helps me so much. I think that it's because I have that Mars and Gemini in the six like journaling and it's in retrograde it helps me so much journaling about it but I do get that like um I would say that sometimes I'm feeling off and it might take me like you know I had like a panic attack actually like one like one of few panic attacks and I was like why am I having a panic attack like what is this and then I was like oh actually like two weeks ago I went through a crazy family trauma and I had to keep my shit together and I've kept that up for two weeks now. I suppose it's hitting me. <laughs> you know, like it's it is almost like this delayed. I I could I could relate to that almost like a delayed thing. And then um, someone else said that uh, one of their least favorite things about this placement is how hard it is to at- articulate their feelings to others. And even once they've deciphered what they're feeling, it's a whole thing about getting those feelings and thoughts into words that can really like verb and really verbalizing the issue and often having to write a script and then read from it. And that is something I 100% do 100%. If there is an issue that I'm feeling really like it's, it's something that's a big issue. I will write my response out. Like I have literally like on important topics before I have literally been like, I I can't just say this in the moment because I really want to, I think it comes with my Mars as well, but like, I want to know that you're going to get you're going to receive the exact message I want to give. And I can't do that unless I have it all written out and prepared ahead of time. I don't know. That's so funny because my other Capricorn moon friend is the exact same. Yeah. And if I ever have a big thing, I need to write someone, I a hundred percent will write you 
or yeah. her to like look over it because you guys are the best with like putting everything together before like sending it it almost makes it seem like a, a boss sending a business email it's like I don't want to just talk to my you know like person whatever and and risk saying something that's going to be misconstrued like I would much rather have prepped Deal something with this practically yeah yeah and also like there's no way like of course, other people can interpret your written words in different ways. But I feel like if I write something out, it gives me the best chance to reflect and to not lash out. Like, I think that there is that practical like thing, like there's no point in me getting like that. Of course I have that fire in me. Sometimes I want to just like, I know exactly what to say to piss someone off, but like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it because then it's going to be more work for me in the end. Like, you know, it's going to make things worse overall. So I will totally write it out and prep it all out ahead of time. I would much rather. Writing it down makes sense because it's an earth sign. So like being able to see it tangibly, it just makes sense to process that way. I literally, I I still do that. Like with like, I mean, I, I do that. I don't want to say regularly because I don't think like you know, there's not enough, like, thankfully not enough, like big issues coming up where I regularly need to write things down, but you know, I de- writing things down for sure. So I agree with you to awesome cat moon who shared that. Um, and then another person said that they get really tired of people saying that we're weak because we don't know how to process our emotions. Fuck that. No, <laughs> I think Capricorn moons are strong as shit. Are you joking? Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Who says that? I think that, um, I think that people see like Capricorn moon just being cold and unemotional. And it's like, that's That's not not, weak. That's not weak at all. Not weak at all. Um, And then another one, like I, I, this might be the same person actually. It's like someone has to know how to stay calm under pressure. And because we don't react out of emotions, we make good and stable decisions. And we rarely apologize because we rarely need to. We are rock solid, stable. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. Rock solid, stable. Why would I apologize? I already put in all the effort to make sure that I didn't have to apologize going into but this is this is why I surround myself with Capricorn moons because like <laughs> my ass is not stable. I need you guys. <laughs> that calm under pressure thing, what we just were talking about yeah. too. And then another person said dogged determination for success. And that just like, yep, need to be Amen. success. And I think again, Capricorns, a lot of that external success, like it's the sun, notice me in my success a lot more internal success, a lot more emotional when it comes to Capricorn moons. And then I'll get into this briefly, as brief as I can. But then there was a comment that I, I deemed a mean comment. But then I, I told that uh, to uh, Guillaume and a friend and they were like, you got your first real hater. That means you're like, the podcast is going somewhere. <laughs> That's mean. That means you're doing something right. But when I, I wrote this, like wanting to get some information from everybody, um, I, so the reason why I'm mentioning this comment is because a Capricorn moon made a comment that hurt my feelings and clearly something that I said triggered another Capricorn moon. So I wanted to talk about it because, uh, and like where they're coming from, because they like, they like mentioned kind of criticizing the name of this podcast and how I was using other people's experiences as my own. And I wasn't conducting my own research and how I should be transparent about where I was getting my information from. And so I was like, I immediately was like, I will make an amendment in my original comment explaining how, of course I do my own research for my podcast. This is a, you know, started off really as a comedy podcast. Like the stars made me do it. Also like, 
of course we all have our own free will, but this is all about like how the stars influence us. So I just thought that like, I was trying to think like, okay, I got super offended, but where was this person coming from too? And it's like, maybe they are triggered by like people like blaming them on, you know, being like, oh, this Capricorn moon placement, you don't blah, 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 blah. So I, I like uh, amended my original comment, letting everybody know, like, you know, and I told this person, I'm happy to amend that. Of course I do my own research. Of course, I'm going to say I'm getting these things from a Capricorn moon group. I just wanted to make sure that, I don't know, this group is so special that I, I, I think going to the source of something when I have this great source of information was my reason to go to these people, but also just to talk about like, you know, reason why I think they got offended and why I got offended came down to the same reasoning is that we don't want anybody taking our ideas under their credit. You know, like, I think the reason why they were initially like offended by me trying to get information from people, because maybe to them, it appeared, I'm going to take your information and put it under my podcast with my name. Meanwhile, the fact that someone would think that I would just take information and not do my own research is like super offensive because I'm like, how would you, I would never, you know, so it came down to the same almost like source of why we were both offended, if that makes sense. You know, I can't comment on this because I'm not as practical and nice as you. My Scorpio moon wants to come out. Yeah, come out. Let it I'm come like, out. Do you know how many hours we spend preparing for these podcasts? Yeah. Do you know how many times Sierra says, this is from Alice Berkeley Cat? Yeah. Uh, and I, even last time I was on, I was like, just so you know, this is from uh, Hannah's Elsewhere if you want to go look her up on YouTube. So if you think we don't credit people, go yourself <laughs> martha self-bleeped it wasn't me at <laughs> i did self-bleep i wasn't sure if i was allowed to swear or not oh yeah we can swear but like yeah i know i know and like my initial reaction but see this was the perfect capricorn moon example i got this comment i stopped paying attention to anything guillaume was saying to me because i was just ruminating over this comment and he was like I can tell that you have something on your mind. God, I got to give him credit. He's like, everything okay? And I was like, no, it's not okay. And then he's like, you got your first hater. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Gemini God, moon. Gemini yeah. moon, yeah. But, um, uh, but then I was like, wow, like I, that is a Capricorn moon thing where I'm like, oh my God, something I said offended somebody else. I prepared, I, I wrote this out ahead of time. I rethought of everything that I was going to say and I put it out there and then it was still taken the wrong way. How do I amend this kill with kindness? Always make sure you kill with kindness. But like, so anyways, I just, but also like, you know, state the facts. Like if you keep emotion out of it, then you can't be, uh, I don't know, like, um, like, I think we talked about with like the Libra moon episode, it's kind of like, I would rather give no opinion, like Libra moon saying, I would rather give no, I would rather not choose a side and you'd be mad at me for not choosing a side. Uh, that than... was my Libra Mars that didn't want to say anything earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, but like, and my fiery ass is like, Oh, I will choose a side. I'd rather, you know, my Sagittarius, like I'd rather, rather you be mad at me for choosing the side I believe in than for doing nothing. But then I think this Capricorn moon energy was more like, I would rather not get overly emotional about it, present you the facts, assume that you had a good place where you were coming from and like, keep it calm. So I just, that whole yeah. interaction between a cat moon and a cat moon, just wanted to share that experience. And I then- I applaud you for all of that. <laughs> thank you. And then the last two things from a Capricorn moon group is that someone said that when a Capricorn moon says something, what they, oh my God, when they say they mean something, they do. And 
I would agree with that because why would I say it otherwise? Like if I, if I say something, of course I mean it. And, um, and then another person shared that when they get uh, sad, upset, or anxious, <laughs> they find a way to make money and then feel better. And if they can't make money, they clean and organize. And if that doesn't work, they either sing a song, brood, depending about whether or not anyone can hear them singing. And I just love that. I just love it. So Capricorn Moon, let's make some money and feel better with some hard cold and- cash. <laughs> All of my Capricorn Moon friends are like closet guitar player, closet singers. That's That's so so funny. funny. Really? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And you just told me you play guitar like yesterday. Yeah. And then my like very best friend Capricorn Moon, she plays in her room. I've never heard her play. Yeah. No, I don't need to play in front of other people, but I'm just like, (laughs) yeah, but it also, it is a way to get out the emotions too. Like I love, it's like, you know, the, those memes where it's like, I need to re-listen to that part of the song. It didn't hit me hard enough. Like the emotions didn't make me cry enough. Like I will so re-listen to parts of songs, but I think that's also like with the something tangible is that music thing too. Like I am singing a song. I am like playing these chords or whatever it is like, yeah. No, so. your ass is going back and rereading the book that made you cry. Oh my <laughs> rereading God. Rereading all the <gasps> book pages. I love rereading book pages. Any other Capricorn moons? Do you go back and need to reread sections of books? Like, oh, I could do it all day long. Like my, I like know the page numbers of my favorite <laughs> scenes and my favorite books. And I'll just go back and reread those parts. Oh, heck yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is going to be really long and I'm really excited and I'm here for it. So that was all. Thank you all to my Capricorn moon, uh, Facebook group people really appreciate it. And just like super shout out to that group and the moderators and everything for that, because it's just a really like, feel like it's a safe space. So I appreciate that. But now let's get on to some celebrities. Yeah. We'll try to bang those out. So yeah, people are like too many tangents in this podcast, guys, too many tangents. (laughs) All right. Why don't you start? We'll go back and forth. Reese Witherspoon. Okay. Well, I know I said, let's go back and forth, but real quick tangent, because (laughs) I fucking love Reese Witherspoon. I love her. I love that she does book club. I love that she like, I just love her super stable energy. And I realized she's an airy sun, Leo rising. So what we were talking about in the hereditary astrology, like, and like, because both me and Mimi are Earth moons with fire, sun, fire rising. And what's up, Reese Witherspoon? Joining the club, Capricorn moon, fire, sun, fire so, rising. I have a tangent too, because my stepdad has a really funny Reese Witherspoon joke. He's okay. like, how did Reese stab her friend? Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh my God. I, there was this meme that I found in freshman year of college. My roommate thought I was deranged, but it was a picture. It was Reese Witherspoon. And then she's holding a spoon and then another picture with nothing. And it said Reese without her spoon. And I just, (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness. Talk about dad jokes. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Are you sure you don't like them? I think, I think there's a certain percentage. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, Frank Ocean. Zoe de Chanel. I fucking love her. Triple cap. Me too. Brad Pitt, who is my astrological twin, by the way. He's Sag Sun Sag Rising. What's up? I am Brad Pitt. I love Brad Pitt too. Makes sense why I like you then. Damn. <laughs> uh, Sarah Silverman. She's also my cap- uh, my uh, astrological twin. Me, Sarah True. Silverman, and Brad Pitt. We're triplets. Yep. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. What? What? Yeah. Fuck 
yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. I didn't even realize that one. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. Great. Courtney Kardashian. Matt Damon. My other crush. Like, see, I love Capricorn moons. <laughs> Stevie Nick. Nick. Fucking love Stevie Nicks. Like, just witchy. Awesome. Love also, it. I think it's funny that one of those Capricorn moon people were like, yeah, I like to like list, like sing in my room or whatever. Because if you know anything about Stevie Nicks and like Fleetwood Mac, her like partner was in the band too. And he like cheated on her. And then she ended up literally writing all of their songs about him, like breakup songs about him. And he's still in the band. And she's like, look at me, put all of this information into a practical song. Oh, and I love I can it. Have it forever. It's like a legacy. Oh, love it. Yes. Um, Johnny Depp, Kate Hudson, Gerard Butler, another hunky hunk, <laughs> uh, David Letterman, Anthony Bourdain, oh, so good. Cher, not Cher fun. is my fairy godmother. Cher is like my everything. I when I found out Cher was a Capricorn moon, I mean, like, if, okay, th- if this isn't Capricorn moon, I don't know what is. My first fucking concert as like a sixth grader was share like it wasn't like some boy band like i was like share is my share was the first concert i ever went to i fucking love share and she's a capricorn moon and i love her quote where it's like her mom says something like you know i you need to like when are you going to marry a rich man and she goes mama i am a rich man it's like yes she is such a capricorn moon love it you guys are like moon sisters like soul sisters but like moon sisters you know share are you listening share (laughs) Shout out, Cher. How you doing? Oh, love it. Love it. Sarah Jessica Parker. And yeah, eh, she's meh for me, but. uh, There's some Sex in the Cities fan out there, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, And I love what you wrote here that none of these people have big scandals and they're all no. level headed. Like even Stevie Nicks, like in a band with her cheating partner and she's like super chill about it. Oh, so good that just makes me like I just love I love it because it's so true it's like I want to maintain like it's not worth the extra I don't know fuss that's not the right word but like drama drama yes voila perfect so I don't even know how to go about doing a cat moon recap for this but I will because it's cat moon season so cat moon recap for the cat moon episode capricorn moons Earth signs, cardinal sign, they are the first sign of winter ruled by Saturn, all about that achievement and mastery, structure, responsibility. They are very, uh, well, Capricorns in general, but Capricorn moons, when it comes to your emotional self, your inner self, uh, very wise, hardworking, ambitious, practical, reliable, super reliable, super reliable, um, making sure that it's more of the ambitious instead of workaholic, not being too touchy, but also being sensitive. And um, the difference between those Capricorn moons and Capricorn suns is the sun is going to be much more of that boss energy. And the moon's going to be much more of like that like emotionally reliable energy that could be like a workaholic. I think both can be workaholics, but one of them is outward. One of them is inward. And um, that like, yeah, overachiever and super, super responsible and hungry for success. And they are emotional. They're like, they're super emotional, but like they keep their emotions in check. And uh, yeah, you know, I think we need to end it with, 
check in with your cat moon friends, guys. Send them yeah. a message. See how they're doing. Give them a hug. Yeah. Check in with your cat moon friends. I'm literally going to see a cat moon friend after we record this. So I'm going to go check in with her and see how and she's give doing. her a hug. I will. And, and yes, make sure she does it to you too. Yes. I love that. Yes. Check in with your cat moon friends. They're the emotional, like stable, like person in the friend group, keeping it all together. If I mean any other fellow cat moons out there who is constantly the DD because you didn't trust anybody else to be it because that's me. So yeah. Check in on your cat moon friends and man. And yeah. Tell them. Thank you. And also set some goals. Like that could be mini goals. It's Capricorn season. So check that out. Like, you know, Get some, even if it's by like, you know, month, by moon phase. Check out our moon phase episode if you want to get more into moon phases. And um, and also don't forget that you can find us at the Stars Made Me podcast on Instagram, best place to find us. Also, if you're into reading fun magical books, check out magical.bookclub. And if you're wanting to get a reading, go to the starsmademedoit.com. There's readings you can sign up for there. And yeah, I'm really excited to get to do some of the Catmoon interviews and we have a lot of really fun stuff planned coming up. So exciting stuff. I'm so pumped. We finally got to do the Catmoon episode and that was just really great. So uh, that was so much fun. So good. So Martha, what's the reason why we were talking about cat moons today? Uh, Cause the stars made me do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. You got it. You got it. 